A month ago, a bill was introduced in Idaho that would make adults transporting minors out of state for an abortion human traffic. The bill is now on the floor of the Senate. We're seeing what's happening in Nebraska. Just because there aren't many Democrats does not mean they can't make a huge impact. There are 11 Democrats in the Idaho House and seven in the Idaho Senate. If you live in Idaho, find out who your state member of the House is and state senator is. And if they are Democrats, remind them of what is happening in Nebraska. If you haven't learned it before, Nebraska has taught us there is always a way to fight. Here's a local news segment from when the bill was first introduced. I can only find national news from today. And I want the voices on my platform for this to be from Idaho. Idaho lawmakers have a pretty simple job. Propose laws and regulations that govern the people within the state of Idaho's borders, right? Outside Idaho's borders, though, our state laws, well, they don't really hold any weight, as you well know. That's why once Idaho outlawed most abortions, Idahoans started looking for that procedure outside and wanted to simply drive to another state if they wanted to have one. It could be Oregon or it could be Washington. But this could be illegal, specifically for minors. Republican Representative Barbara Ehart from Idaho Falls introduced House Bill 98 today in the state, uh, in, in the committee today. This bill would consider any adult transporting a minor outside the state of Idaho for an abortion to be, quote, a human trafficker. Exceptions exist for parents, legal guardians, or parental consent. But abortion accessibility advocates still say this is problematic and it isolates a very specific group of kids in need. Here's Andrew Bartline. Since the U.S. Supreme Court overturned Roe versus Wade, there's been a different kind of work in the gem state for Planned Parenthood. We have been here helping answer questions for patients, helping them navigate now safe pathways to abortion care uh, outside of the state of Idaho. That's because Idaho law bans most abortions at any stage of pregnancy. Abortions are only legal in the state of Idaho in the case of rape, incest, or to save the mother's life at the doctor's discretion. You know, at the end of the day, when we say care no matter what, that's exactly what we mean. What it means exactly is crossing state lines. According to Planned Parenthood's website, the nearest legal abortion provider for people in Boise is four hours away in Walla Walla, Washington, or a five and a half hour drive to Bend, Oregon. And this isn't hypothetical. Yes, they have been leaving um, Idaho to get abortion care. But some of these, too, could soon be illegal. Uh, a connection to abortion and human trafficking. Behind Republican Representative Barbara Ehart, who introduced House Bill 98. Uh, having to do with the human trafficking by adding definitions to the illegal trafficking of minors to procure a criminal abortion. Under this bill, anyone transporting a minor out of state for an abortion is considered a human trafficker, a crime punishable by two to five years. Exceptions exist for parents transporting their own kids or if the parent offers their consent to another adult. Extreme lawmakers in Idaho are in a race to the bottom. Is the next step here surveillance? Are they gonna start surveilling Idahoans in terms of what we are doing when we cross state borders? The bill received no questions in the committee introduction. The motion is carried, it will be done. As a result, the 208 reached out to Representative Ehart to clarify portions of her bill. This includes civil enforcement. The first portion of the bill suggests parental consent is a legal criminal defense against a trafficking charge. However, later in the bill, it seems parental consent is not a legal civil defense, meaning the family could still be sued for $20,000 for having an abortion out of state. Representative Ehart did not answer or offer any more clarity. Most young people do involve their parents in a decision 
like this, we are talking about young people who are in extreme circumstances who cannot involve their parents. And so to put criminal sanctions in place, to criminalize and punish not only the, the, the person seeking access to healthcare, but also those who are trying to help them is not going to solve these issues. There are several questions we still have regarding this bill. Representative Ehart is in three different committees. There's also a House floor session today as well. So notably, uh, the State Affairs Committee had that featured testimony in Scogs bill that took a long time. So, Brian, understandably, Representative Ehart's busy. We could not get in touch with her today, tried multiple times. Mm -hmm. But several questions sure. that we've been looking into about this. You know, if you go outside these state boundaries and you have this procedure, is this a criminal or a civil defense, excuse me. Um, that was one of the several pieces we talked about trying to figure out. Right, I mean, there are no laws right now that say you can't go to Oregon and smoke some marijuana and then come back to Idaho. There's no laws about that, but they're looking to kind of, this is not, I don't wanna say it's equal, I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying the premise is kind of the same. You wanna legislate what goes on outside of Idaho's borders. Yeah, and there's several things in this bill, specific language, trying to sift through. We're going to stay on top of it, continue to sift through it, and hopefully get in touch with Representative Ehart at some point and uh, iron that out. Just introduced without any sort of discussion. So, yeah, we'll still hopefully get some questions answered. Thank you very much, Andrew. Unfortunately, considering the fact that this is the only news segment from Idaho itself on this bill, it sounds like they did not get the questions answered that they wanted to. Shortcast Club.